J.M. in the A.M., hour number two from a talk radio day at the U.N. And one of the people who uh, has been an amazing help uh, for everybody who's at talk radio day is Robert Skinner. Um, the uh, U.N. Foundation's associate director of their New York office, uh, Robert Skinner, welcome to J.M. in the A.M. Great, great to be here, and thanks for joining us here at Talk Radio Day, our uh, our eighth annual Talk Radio Day at the United Nations. I'll tell you, it's interesting because uh, you wonder about the effectiveness of a day like this. I've already learned a lot in the first hour, frankly. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 well, I certainly hope it's effective, and I think it has been over time, or otherwise we'd be making a mistake to do it eight years in a row. <laughs> but you get my point. <laughs> uh, no, exa- exactly. We, we really feel like we're, you know, we're reaching uh, audiences that don't normally hear directly from United Nations officials, um, who, you know, are, you may pick up their news. You know, obviously, from you know a number of sources, inc- you know, including your show, I'm sure, right. um, which is why you're joining us here. But uh, it's a great opportunity to you know to have these conversations with. I, I think that people don't really completely understand all the various uh, aspects of the work of the United Nations, and you get to hear some some various voices, and you know, and hear that uh, you know the the UN is all over the world. It's not just you know here in New York. They're you know helping people on the ground from you know Liberia to. You know, to Asia, to all you know, all over the world, really. So it's uh, it's a good opportunity for for us to do that. Well, it's obvious, and I, I've said this a few times this morning that this this audience, because of our constant uh, concentration on Israel and everything happening in the Middle East, uh, always listens to the UN with a critical ear, always watches the UN with a critical eye, and therefore uh, today is rather enlightening because uh, uh, often we uh, you know we think things, especially when we hear about resolutions and statements, we think they're cut and dry, and there's been no debate, no considerations, no input. From you know, from other sides or other points of view, and, and it's obvious just from the uh, short time we're here today that that's not the case. This is a very involved and very complicated place. Yeah, it, it is, and I think again, one of the reasons we like to do this is to be able to explain, you know, and maybe simplify some of the complicated aspects of of the United Nations. I mean. You know, as you said, a lot of the news that comes out of here is what's happening in the Security Council, right. what the member states are doing, the debates, uh, you know, the high-level diplomatic discussions that are taking place between the, you know, the, the global powers around issues, and um, you know, really, a lot of what the UN itself, the, the UN, you know, staff, and from the Secretary General on down, is focused on actually doing the work um, on the ground around the world, you know, providing. You know, food in in Syria. I'm trying to manage a situation in, in Iraq right now, as uh, you know, as, as there's a new flow of refugees in an already, you know, troubled area. You know, trying to deal with the humanitarian crisis in the Central African Republic. Um, trying to quell the uh, the fighting in South Sudan. So, you know, the really it's the United Nations as we think about it. The United Nations Foundation is more about what the the staff and the peacekeepers and and the other members of the community from the United Nations Development Program to the World Food Program um, to the Office for the Coordination for Humanitarian Affairs, what they're doing out there on the ground to, to save lives and improve lives um, you know, is what we think about. You know, in the situation in Iraq, and anybody who watches the news closely knows that it's a, a disaster at the moment and there's so much work to be done. But one of the things I learned yesterday is that in Jordan, uh, refugees are showing up by the thousands uh, because of the different situations that are going on, uh, you know, with Jordan's neighbors. And that, I assume, is something that the U.N. is watching very closely and is involved with to help out. No, absolutely. Um, you know, the, all the, the, the bordering nations right. around Syria and Iraq have, have taken on, you know, huge numbers uh, of refugees coming across the borders uh, from those two countries. And, um, you know, the, the U.N.'s refugee agency, 
um, is is helping to coordinate all the the efforts around you know getting those people housed, getting them food. You know, again, I referenced the World Food Program earlier. I mean, they're in charge of making sure that there there is is food in those camps when they get there. You've got you know UNICEF trying to get schools up and running for all the all the children that are showing up there. We know which is really the saddest aspect of you know any of these humanitarian crises is trying to you know keep life together for the for the kids. You know, for the children that show up and you know are completely displaced and disoriented and trying to get them some aspect of normalcy when they when they get to the camps you know and the, and again the UN's high commission for refugees is, is really you know working to make sure that uh that they're there some sort of stability when they arrive in these places and that they can somehow have a, a, a bit of a normal life when they arrive certainly not normal that's you know right. exaggerating what the reality of it but you know getting them some some semblance of uh, the ability to sort of survive initially and then you know settle in and then hopefully eventually you know go back home there is so much work to be done do you have a uh, contingent of students, volunteers, especially because we talk about the New York office, so I'm speaking to primarily a New York, New Jersey audience. I mean, right. I'm sure there are young people out there, especially from our community who've never considered the possibility of getting involved in the United Nations, who may say to themselves this morning that this sounds intriguing. What do the young people do who want to get involved in your efforts? Well, well, well one way to get involved is I, I think you talked with my colleague Chris Swatley right. a bit earlier, and uh, the United Nations Association of the, of the USA is one way to get involved. Um, and certainly if people are interested in learning about the U.N., um, there are numbers of model U.N. programs to be involved with uh, in, in high schools. Some of them are spectacular. And they do really interesting work around, you know, giving the opportunity to actually negotiate, kind of see how the U.N. operates, but also just learn a lot about the U.N. And, um, you know, we have a number of campaigns at the United Nations Foundation that, uh, you know, students can get involved in. We work on delivering insecticide-treated bed nets for to prevent malaria in right. Africa in a, in a program called Nothing But Nets. I believe that uh, some people, some youngsters from our community were involved with that effort, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure they, yeah. They, that they were because it's an effort that really appeals to young people because right. it's a... You know, it's one of those things that's, uh, you can easily understand it. You know, a, a one bed net, it's $10. Correct. Put it over a family, you save lives. It's a very simple and, and direct way to help, and you can you know, see the impact immediately. The model UNs in the yeshiva community, I can tell you, are spectacular. Some of them get amazing accolades, and I'm sure, I'm sure you're glad to hear that. Yeah, I, I'm happy to hear that. <laughs> Any time I hear about students involved in the model UN and learning about what happens here at the UN, we're encouraged. I mean, that's what, that's what we're all about at the UN Foundation is trying to you know, engage people the work of the UN and you know do events like this so we can you know talk you know talk directly to audiences and, and talk about the United Nations. Robert Skinner, uh, associate director of the New York office at the UNA, thank you so much for having us here today and for joining me on the air. All right, you know, you're welcome. It's my pleasure and thank again thank you for joining us. It's Appreciate been a, been that. A pleasure talking to you. Twenty five minutes after the hour, it's JM and the A.